The information on this show is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content contained on the show is for general information purposes only. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from or through this show with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. Thank you and enjoy the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. This is the Matthew Dark Show. My name is Matthew Dark, WCGA News Talk 1100. It is noon out here on the East and wherever you're joining us, we thank you. You are the lifeblood of the show. A lot to cover today. Again, we have the one hour to do so, so we'll move through it as we can. Joe Biden's utopia is here, and I'm not sure everybody's enjoying it. It's not actually as advertised. One of those ugly things that's come out of the Joe Biden utopia is the vaccine craze. We know that. We're now up to our third booster. We have full-blown inflation. Now, inflation is an interesting thing because they're going to use some of this word salad garbage like uh, transitory. This should tame itself over the next year, supposedly. Now, you're still paying the price for all that. There's no help coming for you as far as what you pay at the pump, what you pay at the grocery store, what you pay in rent. How do you buy a house right now? How do you buy a house? Houses are so off the charts. Incomes are nowhere near catching them. Every piece of your life is more expensive. How does the average person get ahead in a Joe Biden utopia? You just can't. Stock markets at all-time highs as despair is at all-time highs. Another thing we're going to touch in on our show today as well as the, the all-time highs of mental illness. And this isn't a joking matter. This is real. Obviously, you have the mental illness, the hysteria from the left, but you actually have now children affected with mental illness, anxiety, depression, obesity, loneliness. Be very clear. I am unapologetic in my pursuit of exposing and annihilating child predators. Child predator is as simple as a school board member thinks that he he or she has the right to put a mask on your child, to vaccinate your child. You understand a child entering public schools right now under Joe Biden's dream is that they're vaccinated some three times per year from ages, what, six to 18? Now, I'm not a scientist. I I work in a medical office. Not a brilliant man by any means. But I'm doing the math. And we're going to go. There's, the expose has some wonderful government report data suggesting that the fully vaccinated, those that have taken two vaccines, are losing at an enormous, alarming rate up to 5% of their immune capabilities per month. Okay. And that's after the second shot. They still have to get the third one. And that's coming for everybody. I know they like it just for the compromised and the elderly and this, but that's coming for all people. And the reason is, is they have to throw, like government likes to do, throw more of the same medicine that's not working at the same problem. And usually it's money. So they got a lot of shots that they have to fill. We've already said on this show that the booster is an absolutely absurd word for a third identical shot of what you've already been getting. This isn't a special formula. This isn't got the right magic in it now. It's nothing like that at all. It's more of the same. And Dr. Fauci's prepared to go out. Now, we already talked about this stat too on this show. 280 children have died from COVID since it began. We know the flu number is double. The suicides of people under 18 relative to COVID make you puke, make you sick, can't stomach it. It is on the rise. You take opiate addiction, opioid deaths, 
and suicides that have all accelerated during the pandemic, depression, anxiety, loss of life is essentially what they've done when they put you in a mask. They make you fat because you're sitting around. You can't go out. You're trained to do so. Stay on Amazon, stay on Netflix, order Uber Eats, and listen to what we say. That's no life, folks. Doesn't work, doesn't last. Oh, and then we're going to vaccinate you concurrently. Really get you. I've never been more convinced that there is an outright assault on the human race. It's coming from sort of the depths of evil. God is a really good, really needed source right now. Not enough of it. Um, You have satanical type methodology to implementing this COVID, how we're going to squash the virus. CDC reports that during this lockdown, masking the whole bit, now this is a 6,000 respondent survey. CDC went out and did it. 40.8% respondents reported a current active adverse mental health condition in the form of anxiety, depression, or increased substance abuse. So just think about this for a second with Dr. Fauci and all of our off-the-chart wizards in the medical field. All this is happening, and children, you know, being by far the most victimized. The innocent are being victimized through no fault of their own. Unacceptable. That's why every child predator walking should be stocked and put out of society forever. Unapologetic with that stuff. But see, now the government is doing the same thing. This is from your school boards. This is from your governors. So depending on what kind of state you live in, absolutely dictates what kind of life you'll have now. I don't think you'll be able to live in any state you want. I know in Georgia, you got some real serious concerns about that governor. I do for sure. But there's a lot of these states here that have sold out to the emperor and enforcing now their disgusting views onto our children. I will not wear a mask to make you feel better. Can't do it, won't do it. I won't put my child in a mask to make your grandma feel better. Not going to do it. We already talked about on this show that the masks are like keeping a mosquito out with a chain link fence. So you, I will never put a mask on anyone. Here's where you wear a mask. Uh, Surgeons in an operating room, the nurses associated with it. Do you think the scientists at the Wuhan lab are wearing one of those paper masks as they deal with gain-of-function research authored by Dr. Fauci, I can promise you you're not, they're not. They're in spacesuits. But we're supposed to play along with the masks. And the mask being that sort of last vestige of this control thing. And let's face it, once you get, if, you're a, if you are a completely self-serving person, could care nothing less but yourself, power is a hard thing to give up. Right, because you think you're entitled to that power. You think somehow you've been earned it. That's never your power to enforce, ever, especially when it comes to other people's child. So until they have a flu vaccine mandate, don't ever come around me with a 5 to 11-year-old, must be vaccinated to be in public schools. Very, very simple. You'll have empty classrooms, broke teachers, broke teacher unions, broken communities. It's unbelievable what they've done to schools and students. Violence is off the charts. Immigration, excuse me, invasion off the charts, disease off the charts, obesity off the charts. Again, this is all part of the Biden utopia. The mental illness that's out there right now 
is that those that are unwilling to accept the reality of this disaster, the supposed 81 million people out there voted for this, signed up for this. I don't think so. Nobody believes that now. Virginia governor race heats up and is tight. It's real simple. We're voting on parents' rights to be involved in their child's education. Terry McCullough already said, no, parents have no business in here. Get them out. But that makes total sense. The left has moved to dictatorship. One rule for all, just like the vaccine. We don't care if you've had an adverse reaction. We don't really care if it's against your religion. They're using fetal tissue to test some of this stuff. It's against your religion, against everything you stand for. Can't do it. Won't do it. They don't care. They don't care. And let's just pretend it is as safe as vanilla ice cream with two or three sprinkles on it. Just pretend that for a second. Still my choice. My body, my choice, right? These are our abortion lovers, our, our abortion hystericals. Uh, Roe v. Wade and, and, and the movement that came behind women's rights. And we're going to let COVID ruin all that for them? Doesn't sound right to me. We stand with choice. And if you had something to offer that was really offering protection, we know four out of five hospitalizations are the vaccine. There are vaccinated patients in there. We know ivermectin works and it's being abolished. At pharmacies, for sure, handful of compound pharmacies will still offer it. So much more to get to, folks. Stick around. Violence in America, off the charts. Don't go anywhere. It's the Matthew Dark Show, News Talk 1100, WCGA. medical uncertainty, trusted healthcare providers have never been more valuable. At Roots Medical in Centennial, Colorado, our sole focus is getting to the root of your healthcare concerns, specializing in hormones, thyroid, gut health, and of course, treatment for COVID-19. Establishing care is only a text away. Send your appointment request to 303-569-6794. That's 303-569-6794. And begin a live chat with a member of our team. COVID, politics, and what's happening now. The Matthew Dark Show, Saturdays at noon on WCGA. All right, welcome back, folks. This is The Matthew Dark Show, WCGA News Talk 1100. I do want to get into this uh, article a little bit from the expose. And basically what this does is it takes official government reports, worldwide stuff, and compiles them. And what it's trying to show in like example here, people aged 40 to 69 have already lost 40% of their immune system capability after the second vax. And they're losing it at a progressive rate of 3.3 to 6.4% per week. This is a slow kill. So they're deteriorating your immune system. So the bottom of this report goes through and it shows all the week 17, week 18, this is post the vaccination. And they're just losing it progressively. So it's so opposite of what they're advertising, that this is somehow saving lives. It's, yeah, maybe you don't die of COVID, but you die from every single thing else. You have no immune function left. They've stripped it away with this thing. And the only reason we say that is because the injuries are real. The victims are real. The reports, the data, these are all things that are happening, but you can't let that out, right? If you're CNN, that's the worst. You can't let that kind of stuff out. You could never report. Hey, 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 hold on a second. 
I mean, could you imagine, wouldn't it be amazing if CNN, Don Lemon, despicable human being, came out and said, hey, you know, we're, we're having an alarming rate of injury as a result of these things. Should we stop and ask any questions at all? Or should we, like they do, shame, punish, outcast anyone who doesn't fall in line? It'd be fascinating. It would be, it would be life-changing if CNN, major media, would just give one acknowledgement, just one. The credibility they would have would be immense. The respect that they would garner would be off the charts. So we're just asking for fair information and acknowledgement of this is not necessarily what was advertised. One thing I know that was not advertised, the vaccine rollout would include three per nine months for the rest of your life. That was never advertised to people. In fact, most people, when they got the vaccine, did so under the impression that they would never get COVID. I mean, they just wouldn't get it again, let alone do so poorly with it. Hospitalization still absolutely in the cards for you with the vaccine. And now they're down to, well, at least you don't die. Jeez, over 100 million people have been infected in the U.S. and only 600,000 died. That's a very good survival rate. We already told you that taking your child to school puts them at eight times greater risk of dying than they ever would have COVID. But we do that all day, every day. We don't think about it. Buckle them up, hope for the best. COVID is a different animal though. Lifelong consequences. So what you've done to a young person, because mind you, they're itching to get this five to 11 year old thing. And they're not cutting the government any deals. Moderna, all these, they're not cutting any deals on these things. So the kid gets a third dose. Adult gets his fifth in six months. And the consequence is this a deteriorating immune system. So you'll be left with nothing. You'll be subject to cancer. You'll be subject to any new virus, strep throat, the flu. These are all killers for you now. And that's not a threat. That's not an attack. People that got the vaccine are not bad people. I think most of them actually thought they were doing the right thing. Ignorant, absolutely. Misled, uh-huh. Didn't ask a friend or bought into fear of, I'm going to lose my job. I'm not going to be able to travel. Hey, folks, if I never get to get on an airplane again because of this stuff, I am so okay with that. I couldn't even express it more genuinely. That is okay with me. Mark Cuban of the Dallas Mavericks says he requires all of his employees to be vaccinated. Players, executives, whatever. But he still believes in free choice. But that free choice comes with consequences, see? So it's not free choice. It is not free choice. Free choice is, hey, boss, that policy is not for me. Am I cool here? Absolutely, man. Uh, thanks for letting us know your direction there. That's free choice. Well, you don't have to do this, but you lose everything in your life. Still free choice? I don't think so. Some will be willing to make those sacrifices. I know I will. If I have to uproot and move because of laws and regulatory issues in our state, I understand that's an inconvenience to me. That's a nuisance. That's going to be expensive. That's going to cause me stress and trauma. But I don't think I'll feel okay waking up in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, and knowing that I took a knee and kissed the royal foot. I won't be okay with that ever. And neither should you. Your life is worth more than Joe Biden's foot. I know mine is. I know my kids is. I know I meet strangers all the time. And the power of connection, power of loving America, loving God, loving thy neighbor, 
those people's lives is more valuable than kissing the royal foot. Can't do it, won't do it. But I concede that the pressure is mounting for those to submit and comply. Our office right now is getting a hysterical amount of calls in the sense of they're getting ready to mandate this stuff. We're going to lose our job. Can you help us out? What can you do as a medical provider? And the truth is very little. Officials, regulatory agencies, health agencies have made it pretty loud and clear. You're not to write a vaccine exemption. Certain providers, they could write 100 million vaccine exemptions because they're passionate about it and they believe it. But they know that that person would never practice again. There's no way. So they've eliminated that. They've taken religious freedoms off the table. They favor strip clubs to Bible studies. They consider vaccinating and masking indefinitely. Remember two weeks to flatten the curve? Remember that? Well, we're working on 19, 20 months now. I go into, gosh, this was a doctor's office maybe two weeks ago. And their sign actually says, per state law, the vaccinated don't have to wear a mask, although it's still encouraged. And then it goes to the unvaccinated, it's still encouraged to wear a mask, blah, blah, blah. But there was still no enforcement to it. You see a sign like that, you laugh at it, you never comply with that. They just have a bunch of words on a wall with some statute up at the top per state law. I've been going into stores for the last six months without a mask, never been asked once. So the people that I see in there with a mask, I think mental illness, I think hardcore liberal sycophants, I think people that actually like this or sort of anonymity for whatever insecurity they have, they got a fat face, insecurity about their appearance. I think they like it. Bad breath. And I think there's an, a group of them that think they're showing their loyalties and will somehow be rewarded. I won't get it. I don't get it. Before COVID and you saw where people wearing a mask, they were very sick and compromised. They weren't worried about COVID at all. But you saw that. I saw that in public. And I was like, Ooh, that must be some wicked condition, wearing a mask in public. But they've got two-year-olds in masks now, wearing them under the chin, pretending they're saving lives that way. <laughs> but they do this all under the guise that they're protecting children. And only you know, this is for their best interest, even though children are having no problem with COVID. <laughs> so all that's going on. You have mental illness, suicide, all-time highs. Um, there's never been a period in time where you've had a rise in not just violent crimes. And we're going to get into these disgusting cities like New York. New York spent in 2020 amidst their crime spree, violent crime, murder stuff, rape stuff, assault stuff, shoving people into oncoming train stuff, barbaric stuff. They spent $837 million in overtime for police officers in New York City. Now, this is, remember, Bill de Blasio painting and decorating the streets with Black Lives Matter stuff, celebrating the damage, the burning, the looting, the violence of Black Lives Matter. Remember, telling us he's going to defund the police, cut all this money from the budget, did it in Minneapolis, did it in all of these hysterical liberal cities. And then what happens? Just come back and spend a ton of money in overtime. That should surprise no one take cops out of the scene, 
Crime goes up. You're chasing crime. And even with all that said, bringing in overtime, spending all that money, crime still rose, violent crime, 5% in New York. That's scary stuff. New York's like a, a world city. I and mean, we could, we would never step foot in New York City. Are you kidding me? No, thanks. Any other state besides California is probably welcome to our travel money than New York. Disgraceful and despicable that they would let their own citizens be subject to members of Black Lives Matter. Let's face it. The very people that Black Lives Matter was defending are committing horrible offenses in New York on Asians, on the elderly. It's disgusting and disgraceful. But the left tells you that they're all in it for kids. We'll tell you that they're absolutely full of it. Don't go anywhere. It's the Matthew Dark Show, WCGA News Talk 1100. You're listening to The Matthew Dark Show, Saturdays at noon here on WCGA. All right, folks, welcome back. Matthew Dark Show, WCGA. Before we get going too far here, I want to give a shout out and a thank you to Tarek Jean, producer of The Matthew Dark Show, doing a wonderful job for us. Show is where it's at right now because of his efforts, so we thank him. Another person we want to get out and thank early in this show is Jenny Olson, show contributor. This next piece is going to come from her, and it's really, really good. I love this piece. Because they're all about kids' safety, right? I mean, the only reason you'd have to believe that they want to vaccinate children 5 to 11 years old is because they're all over kids' safety. Got to have it. But I'm not sure they really mean it. So this piece, this week, we want to bring attention to a couple of studies that reflect an epidemic that most Americans, you're aware of it, but it gets worse every year. This is obesity in America. Currently, 50% of the adult population worldwide is overweight or obese. This is pre-pandemic stuff. It got worse during the pandemic, believe it or not. Sitting around collecting checks, doing nothing, being laid off through no fault of your own or your fault of your own. It only got worse, not better. So being obese not only enhances the severity of influenza, regular flu, but impacts viral diversity. So current relevance. Overweight and obesity has been increasingly impacting younger generations over the last 30 years, but especially in the last year and a half during lockdowns. That doesn't take an Einstein. Remember hearing that the cure could not be worse than the disease. Anybody with a pulse could see the dire consequences of lock, lockdowns. I mean, you had to see that was coming. It's almost been two weeks, right? Nobody signed up for a year. For not only at-risk adults, but school-aged children. Now there are several studies proving this, that this was detrimental. This was worse. Cure was worse. Recent study from August of this year, the Journal of American Medical Association, or JAMA, evaluated pandemic-related changes in body weight over 119,000 children and adolescents. It's a big study. Youth gained more weight during the COVID-19 pandemic than before. The greatest change occurred, here's that area again, 5 to 11-year-olds. Overweight or obesity increased in that age 36 to 45% during the pandemic. Okay, so let me make sure. Overweight or obesity increased 40% in that age category during the lockdown? That's shameful. And they knew all about that. Dr. Fauci knows all about this stuff. 
This is only one of the many studies that are coming out revealing the long-term devastations of lockdowns. Anybody signing up for a lockdown ever again? If you're like me, it's absolutely not. I'll be out in the woods. You'll never find me again if we're participating in lockdowns. If we're really concerned about our children's health, here's the question. Where's the passion? Where's the push for improving student school lunches, eating habits, vending machines? If you knew that your tax dollars were supporting this effort, building a foundation of eating well versus revising history, demolishing all of our, uh, you know, George Washington's of the world, dismantling those statues. If you think that maybe you'd like to spend your money on setting your child up for a really long, healthy, fulfilled life, I bet you'd pick that option. I know I would. But instead, we see the opposite. Despite this trend, it is known that most American families and producers continue to consume and promote nutrient-deficient diets. This is our processed foods. This is our fast foods. This is our stuff that easy to get, tastes good, and it dicks us, right? Makes us fat, makes us unhealthy, makes us invulnerable. Shame on them. Another study from JAMA, it was shown that between years of 1999 and 2018, consumption of ultra-processed foods by children and adolescents increased by almost 61%. That's over half the child's diet now is processed foods. The most interesting part of this thing, though, was that in 1999, 61% of kids' diets was considered ultra-processed. I mean, over half the foods were processed, the other half ultra-processed. I mean, there's no nutrients in any of that stuff. So we always put a challenge from the show or something you can go put into your life. So here we are. In 2021, pretending to care about kids' risk for COVID-19. You have to understand they're pretending when they say this, because this is all, this is what happened. Knowing all too well that their biggest risk is obesity and weight gain. Not only does obesity reduce the effectiveness of immunizations, it increases that child's risk of many hardships, including asthma, diabetes, autoimmunity, depression. There's more. So if we're really concerned about children's health, the change needs to start in the kitchen. Your home kitchen, what they eat when they're out, you're taking snacks, you're grabbing fast food, has to start there. Mom and dad got to be the example for how you eat. I can't eat cake until my kids finish your dinner. But you didn't eat dinner, dad. You just had that. Doesn't work. Never will. So how do we begin to reverse this trend? Most of us could stand to shed a few pounds. I did. I had to lose 30 pounds earlier this year. I don't want to ever go back there. Feel good now. Weight is tough on life, and I'm sympathetic there. How do we reverse it? Shedding a few pounds, great, but reading of unprocessed, you know, getting in unprocessed foods, whole foods, here's the challenge. Choose one day a week to consume only whole foods. This is, you got to go to produce, you got to go over to poultry, you got to get these ingredients, you got to make this. This is no processed stuff. This is one day a week. This means avoid anything that requires long ingredient lists. Can you do it? I mean, it's, it's a great challenge, actually. Can you go through an entire day and be totally sustained, totally happy, totally cool? No processed foods, no packaged foods, no ready-to-go foods. One day a week. That's all. Harder than you think, though, I bet. This can be fun and educational for everybody Mom, dad, hey, you're by, we already told you on this show, you have to take control of your own health care right now, leaving it into the hands of government officials. 
It's a coin flip whether you make it out. That is a fact, not fiction. You're teaching the difference between whole foods and processed foods, fake foods. For example, if fruit snacks or sugary fruit cups are a typical snack, send the kids on a scavenger hunt through the produce aisle for real food that matches those flavors. You want an apple fruit roll-up? Okay, well, you know what to go find in the produce section, Johnny. That's fun. That's educational. That's making a difference in your child's life. Or go find potatoes instead of potato chips. Whole Food Fridays, Thoughtful Thursdays, all start somewhere. You might, you, you're welcome to do it seven days a week because you love it so much. We do it at our house. Never felt better. Can't go back. Hey, no shame in going out to dinner either. But you might adapt this kind of lifestyle too and just start to feel the benefits of it. Start somewhere. Don't wait around for the mommy state, right? To tell you what to eat. They're not going to help you with your diet. The food pyramid is so backwards and dedicated to bailing out our farmers, our massive infrastructure that supported World War II. But that's not an appropriate food chart for anyone. Email the show, the Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. We get you set up with some real stuff. Enjoy that. Stock that refrigerator with some vibrant colors, the rainbow. This is good stuff. To me, this is where you need to be because as they're teaching revisionist history, as they're teaching you that you vaccinate stuff out of existence, they've already made admissions that COVID's going to be with us for a long time. And there'll be more to come. If this one is squashed, trust me, there will be more to come. You have to take ownership in your health. Absolutely have to. And it starts as simple as in your own kitchen. Our kids go to school every day with a homemade lunch. There's no gluten. There's no dairy. There's no soy. There's no artificial coloring. You know, and it's a lot of work. My wife, bless her heart. I mean, she's making a full-blown, I'm making breakfast. She's making a full-blown lunch. Uh, snacks to match what the other kids are going to have. But we know these are very important things that they got to know now. A Snickers bar, yes, it's wonderful. Has a lot more consequences than it's worth. Is your food fighting a disease or feeding a disease? Fighting or fueling? That's your food. So food can be entertaining and food can be addictive and food can be all these kind of stuff. But just know it does. So when Mark Cuban says, you, you have free choice, and it has, but it has consequences. You're right. He's right, in a sense. But this is self-inflicted. You can eat any way you want. But it doesn't give you a free pass from disease, unfortunately. Good stuff, Jenny. Thank you for that. We come to the end of segment three. Don't go anywhere. We'll bring this thing home just right. Segment four starts in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. It's the Matthew Dark Show, WCGA, News Talk 1100. News, politics, and COVID. The Matthew Dark Show, Saturdays at noon, right here on WCGA. Welcome back, and thank you, folks. Last segment here on the show, and it really wouldn't be a proper show if we didn't look at another one of the, another on Capitol Hill here, another round of hearings for these Biden nominees. This time, it's uh, Brenda Fulton going for Assistant Secretary of Defense for Manpower and Resources. Uh, So it's a 
important job in the department. The Department of Defense is a massive organization. My God. But, you know, all these nominees are despicable. And they're all caught red-handed, being biased, completely against anything associated with Trump or the right, conservatives at all. But they get in front of these hearings and they've completely changed their ways. They're now neutral on every issue. Remember last week we talked about Mrs. Coe, who was going for a federal uh, judge nomination. Remember, she's the one that uh, chose strip clubs and bars, everything over Bible study at your neighbor's house. They did not want more than two people congregating in a home. So she actually set those people up for do this and face punishment, but strip club will stay open. Now she's learned better. The Supreme Court reprimanded her, reversed her decision. But so now she's learned and she promises not to do that. Well, same thing here with Brenda Fulton. Uh, she's made a number of very aggressive comments and it certainly seems biased, but she's also changed her ways. Missouri Senator Josh Hawley doing a Patriot's deed, getting after her. Let's hear this one. You'll hear stuttering. You'll hear lies. It's a part of the deal. Roll that clip. Now, Ms. Fulton, I'm, I'm, I'm astounded, frankly, that you've been nominated. And listen, you're entitled to have whatever views you want. Look, I'm a constitutional lawyer. I'm actually a religious liberty lawyer by training. Your faith is your faith. Your views are your views. You can say whatever the heck you want. This is the United States of America. But you're asking to be appointed to a very important position in the DOD. Let me come back to some of these statements that you made. Uh, religious freedom is twisted to mean conservative Christians can dictate their beliefs to the rest of us. Hashtag Hobby Lobby. Repeal RIFRA. When did you change your view on RIFRA? You told Senator Cotton you're not in favor of repealing it. You were on June 30th, 2014. When did you change your mind? I couldn't tell you exactly, Senator. Why did you change your mind? I couldn't tell you exactly, Senator. You're choosing not to tell me or you don't want to engage or you don't like this line of questioning or you don't think you need to be responsive? Oh, I'm sorry, Senator. Of course, I, I do mean to be responsive. Um, I don't recall the details of the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, and I want to be clear that I support religious freedom. I'm not sure I believe her because they all do the same song and dance as they say these despicable, horrible things or judges rule these egregious actions. But they're all fixed and recovered and neutral when they come before these hearings. So why would a person then who is now given more power, you know, they were tweeting out and doing all these flamboyant and outlandish and despicable things to get attention. The emperor sees it, spots it as a good soldier. Let's get him up to the top of the food chain and get that despicable conduct permeated throughout society. I mean, that has to be the goal. That has to be the mission. But what's amazing is that they go back on all those things to appease these senators and get them through. And they're going to operate the exact same way as the maniacs they were at lesser positions. I mean, what's crazy is American people don't understand this is going on all week, weeks, getting these nominees in here. And it's the same story on all of them. These are big positions. These are unelected positions. These are appointed positions. And these are actually the big problems that, you know, hundreds of thousands of rats inside of Washington. So of course we can't allow a person that's been on the record to come out now and recant that. I mean, stop. This is no longer the world of second chances. Remember cancel culture. And if you defy this, then face a punishment, but we're supposed to forgive this language. I don't think so. 
Josh Holly will continue. Rattle her a little bit more. She didn't do very well. Let's hear more. Do you think that it's your position to to tell people when they are and aren't followers of Christ or truly Christians no, or not, just because they disagree with you? I understand you disagree with these folks, but saying over and over that they're not followers of Jesus. You cited Matthew 23 on August 29th, 2017. When you said the vast majority of white evangelical leaders are utterly unmoored from the gospel of Jesus Christ. Matthew 23 applies. You remember what you meant by that? Maybe a reference to the brood of vipers. It's Matthew 23. Yes, Senator. Um, Senator, none of none of what I would have none of what I've ever expressed on social media was intended to silence others. I believe there's a free expression of beliefs there, but I do believe that I apologize for statements at any time when I tarnished a whole group of people for the actions or statements of one or a few. And well, it was clearly meant to denigrate others. Listen, my time has expired. I just have to say, Ms. Fulton, it's not one statement. It's multiple statements over multiple years, running from 2014 through 2018, I mean, years. There's just, I mean, there's pages and pages of these statements all directed at a particular group of people for whom you appear to have quite a significant amount of animus. You'd be expected to oversee many of these folks in the Department of Defense. I mean, that's, that's not fairness. That's not equity. That's targeting. And for those reasons, among others, I, I can't support your nomination. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Another scary person. So we'll we'll always be on top of these and make sure you know what Joe Biden is trying to put in for multi, multi, multi-year dramatic changes in, in major government entities like Department of Defense, Department of Justice. I mean, these are not the same the FBI. These are not the same angels that you once thought of. They couldn't get out of Afghanistan correctly because they're worried about equity, equality, fairness in the ranks. You talk to troops, that's not their worry in the ranks at all. But it's good bumper sticker stuff. It's right there with LGBTQ and transgender. Oh, by the way, horrific assault, rape and assault of a 15-year-old in a trans transgender bathroom setting. I mean, I've never actually had the experience of being in a restroom and some flamboyant transgender enters. I, I don't know how I would react, but I know how I react thinking that my teenage daughter is subject that, to that without my permission, supervision, and immediate retaliation. Fact, not fiction, no shame in that. That's not acceptable to happen one time in America. A person insult, assaulted in a transgender bathroom, killed or harmed by an illegal alien, should never, ever happen in America. Now there's 250,000 of them pouring in monthly and indefinitely. They're going to do two weeks to stop the curve, remember? And that turned into 19 months. And they've supposedly closed the border six months ago. But yet you're getting record numbers month after month after month. Unsustainable. Can't happen. Won't happen. I'd love to see, and I believe Rick Perry, he kind of hinted this earlier in this week. Put these folks, these wonderful new citizens of ours, stick them on a bus, get them right over to Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware. You know, Joe Biden, he's multimillionaire. So he has multiple estates out there, beach stuff, mansion stuff. This is a wealthy, wealthy man. Racist, wealthy, the poster child for privilege and 
a different set of rules, but they elected him supposedly 81 million, still one of the most hilarious numbers in the history of numbers, 81 million, more votes than any president in the history of the world. And he can't take two questions after any press conference. This is the most pop, this is the Beatles. Okay. He's the Beatles, Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, Elvis Presley. He's all wrapped up. He's that, he's that in one man, this Joe Biden. People got to have him. They want to see him. 81 million. They came out in droves, supposedly. Remember? A lot of these came in under night into the cover of darkness in a warehouse. And then the, the numbers started to change. You know the game. We know that Joe Biden didn't get 81 million votes on any planet. Not possible. But the carnage is already underway. People's lives have been changed forever because of an emotional, hysterical, fear-filled decision. Trump's tweets were mean. He's not acting presidential. Liberals took advantage of weak governors. Right there in that state too, Georgia. Weak governorship led to a lot of this. Secretaries of state making up rules as they go. Most unconstitutional election of all time. History books won't be pleased with this one. Won't be kind to this one. It's not possible. You have the most egregious, egregious act in the history of mankind. Imaginary mail, mail-in ballots showing up weeks later, counting. A, stop. You can't convince me that the sun is green. I'm sorry. So I'll never believe 81 million. Not going to do it. Dr. Fauci, though, by the way, he is all on board for kids and trick-or-treating this year. So he's giving your full blessing there. Too early to tell on Christmas, though, what Lord Fauci is saying. Wants to still see the data. Remember, it's always about the science. Wonderful point made earlier this week by Rand Paul, too. Does it make any sense at all that we treat the 85-year-old the same as the 10-year-old? So take COVID out of it. And as a provider, and again, we challenge all providers to stand for your patient, remember your oath, advocate. Just think about that. Would you ever treat as a doctor an 85-year-old man and a 10-year-old the same? But they want to do it with the vaccine. Scary, scary stuff, folks. But we'll never let it slide by us here. We, our obligation to the listener, transparency, and if we know something hot, we got to give it to you. You email the show you need more at the Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. Again, I want to thank production team, Tarek Jean, show contributor, Jenny Olson. Folks, God bless you. We're back next week. WCGA News Talk 1100, the Matthew Dark Show. Good night.